Hello, welcome to Let God Do It podcast. Here we are with another episode. I am your host, Naomi, and Holly will be in shortly. And we have our guest today. Marilyn. Hey, Marilyn. How are you? I'm doing good. It's an honor to be here. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. So today's um, podcast is about letting go. Um. And I think I, for me, letting go, this topic was hard. I was during the whole week just meditating and talking to God. And I'm like, what am I going to talk about? Because it's letting go is something I'm still, I'm still working on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's easier said than done. <laughs> right. And, um, and, and in the sense of that, I feel like my biggest thing in, in letting go has been like, Um, For me, at least, it's been like my dad, um, which is my grandfather. So I feel like losing him. I never had like a close family member pass. Um, And let it go doesn't necessarily have to be about death. You know, there's sometimes there's people in life we have to let go of because, you know, they're not where we are aligned. And it just doesn't does it it doesn't do well to our spirit. (laughs) Mm hmm. What what has been the hardest thing for you and like learning like to let go of things or like or letting go or surrendering things to God? Because sometimes we, let's say you want a house and God is telling you like let it go right now and let me do. And sometimes you know it doesn't necessarily has to be like a a, a person, but just the letting go overall. Well, for me, you know, I I I'm like I don't know. A lot of people are have been in and out of church. For me. I, it, this is like actually last week on um, October well this weekend on October 7 it's three years that I've had a relationship with with God so it's new you know it's not like I had a mom or any family members that that showed me and talked to me about God and mm-hmm. you know what we're there how it is and how wonderful it is so for me to let go it's um I started three years ago and I'm still working on it um it was hard for me to let go of some of my family members because that's who I used to hang with, you know. Mm-hmm. That's where, um, that's where, that's I've been doing that for so many years that it was just a generational curses. That that's what I think, you know. It's like all we did was hang out and everything. So it was hard when I started this transition, this new journey with God. Um, it was hard to let go of those same people and 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 you know to the mm-hmm. point where. Um, to the point where I, 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 after I started, you know, having, getting deeper in a relationship with God, they just, they were acting different with me. And I just, I didn't know how to let go. But, um, you know, God had to put me through different situations to show me that if they're not walking the walk that I'm walking, I should not be walking with them, even if they are a family member. So it was hard, very hard for me to let go. It took me over a year to, and I was hurt, but I couldn't move on. They were just hindering me because, you know, it's like you still, you know, I'm in the church, but I'm, I still got that foot, you know, out in the world. And you can't be, you know, you know, you can't be, uh, you're, we're in this world, but we're not of this world. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was hard letting go of, um, to hang out with my old friends. You know, they say when you have, um, new life you have to make it it's a new name new life new family new everything so it was hard to let go of 
some of the people I used to hang out with because you know they're they're still not they're not where I'm at right now and, mm-hmm. and, and it's that was very hard for me to let go <laughs> no I can imagine and especially because like you know I'm pretty sure it was hard for them also to see you oh, yeah. evolve. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. And maybe confusing for them too, in a sense of like, wait, because even with me, when I met you at work at Carecentrics, you know, you was mm-hmm. in, in God's path. I wasn't either. Oh, and I remember no. we had a situation where I did give you wisdom of God words for a situation, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I wasn't even in my path either. But I've, you know, I've right. been in church and I have that in my background where it's mm-hmm. amazing because I didn't even know that from you. So look, I'm even learning that. That's that's nice. Right. Because no. when I met you, definitely, I can't testify to that. You were not. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no, girl. You were the happy right. hour girl for work. Yeah. <laughs> yes, remember, I mean, it was like I said, it was generational curses. I never knew my mother's. Yeah, she was the party person, the prior her, and it was you know I I didn't know I wasn't you know I didn't know what it was to have a relationship with God. It, it's beautiful, that's for sure. I don't know why I waited this long, but like I, you know what, I His was I didn't yeah I didn't choose him. He chose me. Like I, there's a difference when you want to know and have a relationship with God because you see everybody doing it. But in my case, it was he chose me. He had to put me in a spot where I just couldn't even, I couldn't believe what was happening for him yeah. to be like, you know what? It's your time. Now is your time. What you're going to do. So it's, um, it was hard letting go of a lot of them. And, you know, and I'm still working through that because they don't, they, we don't really talk. So it's like, you know. But I let it go. I did yeah. let go. I did let them go because it was hurting me, and I, and it was you know I just I couldn't be around them. I I needed to be different, you know. I needed to do different things, and we weren't at the same levels. Mm-hmm. But but yeah. And it's crazy because sometimes they'll feel like, oh, this person's changing. It's not that, oh, yeah. you know, the love, the love is still there. It's yeah. just, I have to have boundaries now. And it's not, right. you know, it's nothing bad with having boundaries. And I feel like as humans, right. if we establish that having boundaries is okay, because it's like, I still love you. I just don't see eye to eye with you, but that doesn't mean I don't love you. It's just, you know, we're not at the same page and it's okay. You'll get there eventually. Right. And if you don't, you know, I'll pray for you. And God will deliver you from it, but I can't mix myself into things. And there's moments where God would allow it, but he will allow it. I feel like when he knows that you're strong enough mm-hmm. um, to be around it, because like you said, it does hurt us too. It's like, it, it, right. it hurts to let go. <laughs> it does. And you know, the thing is, um, I, I started noticing that every time I would make like, oh, we're going to hang out this day something would happen one day that I wanted to hang we had already planned it guess what God was like no you're not you're not supposed to be there and that's not where I want you but because you don't you won't let go on your own I'm gonna do this Mm -hmm. and you know what my mother called me she was in pain and I had to take her she had kidney stones and I had it I had to leave all I did I had I had just sat down all I had to do was sat down with that same little circle and boom the phone call Five minutes later, my mother, I had to go and she had to take it to the emergency. So that was for me, that was a sign. And then the same thing happened after the same crowd that I wanted to hang with. Guess what? They call me and they tell me that my granddaughter passed away. So I'm like, you know what? I don't know what 
I think if, if this for me is not a sign that I don't know what else it is God yeah. doesn't want me he doesn't want me in that environment so I gotta let go and it was hard for me to you know because they thought oh guess she's you know she's not now she's conceited because she thinks she's better than us because you're in church and then I used to think that but they don't yeah that's how they thought of me but they don't know what they projected know. that into your mind right they don't know what we know that you have to let go and I told them after eventually I told them you know I gotta let go because when I'm around you guys it triggered me to be Mari and I'm not mm-hmm. Mari anymore I am Marilyn mm-hmm. so that's that's a big difference because God delivered me from I don't know if you knew he delivered me from you know I, I used to like cocaine you know and I, mm-hmm. I, I'm being I didn't very know transparent that. I'm yeah. being very transparent because that's what this is for. Yep. And, and when God, you know, God tries to deliver us and he will, sometimes he will deliver you immediately and sometimes he won't. It and takes, he did, yeah. he did deliver me immediately from that. And for me, it was, <laughs> it was like, wow, is this yeah. even possible? Is this even possible for me to let go of something that I've been doing for so many years that I tried so many times to let go and I couldn't? Yeah, and and he came in, in one week I was done, done. No, and I, I believe it. I believe it because not because you know I believe whatever you know because of right, God yes. and whatever. No, but I believe it because I used to be, and I know you remember, I used to smoke cigarettes like yeah, a lot. We used to work on right, my place. Used to go right, down smoke right. a cigarette, and I had to right. do a whole fast. Mm-hmm. And since that fast, I have not touched another cigarette. <laughs> Well, so I yeah, believe it. Good. I believe it. It's just amazing how he does things because we be like, oh, that's impossible. And then he'll no. be like, mm, if you mm-hmm. let go, I'm gonna show you something real quick. <laughs> but I'm, 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 I'm still struggling on that one because you know I used to be the, the social smoker, right? Mm-hmm. Only when we went out. But then I did to do a fasting. I kid you not, I gave it up. I stopped smoking for like a whole year. But nice. then, but then I picked it up again, and the reason why I picked it up is because, you know, my husband smokes. Yeah, so it's I like yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah, it's it it's it's that's another issue that I'm working on because I'm gonna always be a, a, a progress. You yeah, know, but it's progress, God doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the and the beauty about God is that we we put him in this box or we misunderstand like his love. And mm-hmm. a lot of people will be like, "Oh, but you know, you're still we we're going to no. sin every day. The the point is right. our our will, our will to want to make it different. Right. And though though you are still um, you know, you went you got from Muddy and now you're doing it again. God has a plan, you know what I mean? And and, oh, and he'll do what he needs to do, but sometimes he allows setbacks for a reason. Right. And I and I have so many um, you know, sisters in Christ that, you know, especially one that she's always she's always leading me and, and guiding me and she said to me, Mar- Marilyn, you can't do things on your own because you know, when you try to do God's job, you're gonna come that setback, you're gonna fall again into that that thing that you're trying to let go you have to let god work through you for mm-hmm. you and that's you know i'm learning that i don't feel guilty you know because you know the enemy always wants you to feel shameful yeah because you mm-hmm. do all this thing. i don't not it, it took me a while but now i no longer i'm like immediately like when i start getting that little guiltiness mm-hmm. that guilt trip and that thing, i said not today not today devil yep. and i start like um like you said, you love um, praising through a worship, right? Because you said you love music. 
yes, I, I, do. I start, I do that. I do that. And, and it, it just is amazing how it changes your whole mindset because, you know, when I feel that guilt trip coming in, no, not today. I start watching um, podcasts or I start listening to music and it just uplifts me and I'm back to where I need to be. But yeah, no, it is. Yeah. Music does elevate. I do the same. I do the same throughout my day. Um, and I try my best not to listen to other music that is not gospel because I can see how immediately my energy and my atmosphere Changes. switches. And it's Me not necessarily too. because honestly, there's music that's not gospel, but the lyrics of it, it's not right. so dark. <laughs> Oh, I can I can relate so badly. I'm like, you know what? This returns. This takes me back to Mari. I gotta take it off. I know because you were a reggaeton girl. I remember. <laughs> now you reminded me. Reggaeton. Yes, oh my God. Anuel. Anuel. Remember Anuel? Oh, yeah, Anuel. yeah. I remember. Oh, yeah, you were. You were. Oh, you used to God. always have your little music. Oh and... my Lord. Yes. Yeah. But, um, but it's amazing how he just changes. And sometimes, like for me, I don't know for you, but sometimes, like when I do listen to. Um, music that is not gospel because again you know I'm a work in progress like I said it, like I say it yeah. I'm gonna keep saying it you know I it's it's a daily thing every day exactly. it's a daily thing every day where you wake up you have to make wise decisions and the, the I feel like the thing about it is how you connect with God throughout your day is what changes right. a lot of things and I love how you said the whole guilt thing um, because mm-hmm. I also relate to that there's moments like even for this podcast I was talking to um one of my new friends <laughs> I was talking to one of my new right. friends because God is changing my circle um, so I was talking to one of my new friends I don't know why my spirit was just like call her um, mm-hmm. so I call her randomly like hey how's your day been <laughs> um, and she, we were just speaking and she was telling me like about you know she was like oh I heard the podcast and she gave me like her insights of it um, and I and I and I love it because sometimes you know, I want to be respectful when I say certain things, but at the same time, I'm speaking from, you know, what I've lived, mm-hmm. from my knowledge. Mm-hmm. And on the last podcast, I expressed, like, about how churches will condemn you um, before you even got your foot in. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, I don't have nothing against churches. I love church. I mean, church was the, is the fundamental of where... I, I learned a lot, you know what I mean? But it also right. confused me a lot. You know what I mean? It, it was both for me, um, but I happened to learn. And through my journey, um, I was talking to her about that. And she was pretty much like, yeah, but, you know, like you have to see a way. And I agree. I'm not I'm not perfect. If it was about being perfect, it, you know, it would never happen. And then this right. morning I was reading a devotional um, that I read like every, every morning or at least I try by like a... A 90 or 100 and something day devotional but this one is a 90 day and um the passage that i wrote that i read today which was amazing because i was kind of feeling like oh i'm not holy enough for this podcast i still sit and go you know i i try my right. best every day and i know god is with me but right. then it's that feeling that the enemy puts like you said and i love that yes. you put that because literally it spoke to my soul so it's, today yes. i was reading um it's in it and this is a devotional of like a healing journey mm-hmm. um and it said this it said um all right here we go god did not call the righteous he called the unrighteous. The reason is that there is no righteous people on the planet. The only perfect one was and is Jesus Christ. And that spoke to me. And it, it says a lot of more stuff, but I'm not going to get into it. Right, but right. just that right there spoke to me because it's like, okay, so 
nobody's righteous it was only jesus that's righteous so why do that's i cool. why does do i let that guilt make me feel unworthy of doing things for god you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it's just like i don't have to have this title or whatever i have to have a humble heart and a heart that's willing to look and love god right 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 that's that's what people you know when you come to you change and you're taking this new journey people think oh look at her she's she used to do this and look at her now and blah 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 Ida, um, La Santita, oh, look at the yeah, holy girl right <laughs> the enemy tries to use anything and, and i and i can yes. testify to that they will use he's used my husband he's used my kids you name it and and it's hard because you know i i um i'm the one that started this and i want this so much that it's you know it's it's brought a lot of chaos because not everybody sees my my you know it doesn't they don't see what they don't feel what i feel but mm-hmm. especially you know especially my husband because you know he's it he didn't you know he stopped partying and going out like probably four or five months after i surrendered my heart to god like three years ago but he wasn't happy with it so but he did it because he loves me but right. he still you know he he wouldn't go with me to church and he and, and, and oh my goodness i remember how many times i cried and i would just to have everybody <laughs> pray over me and at church and understand why why won't he want the same things i want but you know it took me over a year like two years to understand that i have to let go and when i start letting go of things that i want god is going to shift everything around for your good and that's exactly what happened and not until recently like probably six months ago he started going to church and you know he he he's still not the same level i'm at but he's coming he's coming along that was one thing i needed to let go it was hard to let go i don't understand people say oh yeah let go and let god it's not easy it ain't Mm -mm. like that it is not like that but but it's 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 coming along so yeah no that's amazing because it is true it's it's easier said than done because when we say let go like you know as humans we're we're we have a certain thing of control and i don't care what nobody says oh i'm not a control but you do there's certain things that you need to feel like you have control of and it's not even control of like a possession or something but you wanted to see you wanted to see it in the vision that you see it in your perspective in your aspect in your expectations so your expectations was like i'm gonna church you're my husband you're coming with me but it takes time because god has to work through people right and that's one thing i learned like for me even when i was younger i used to go to church and my family like you know they believe in god and whatever but they weren't actively going to church like i was and I wasn't like that type of person, how they say that you go to church and now you're like um, putting it in everybody's plate. I'm very respective of everybody's journey because I've come to the understanding that God has his time with every individual. And their exactly. job is just to, when God knocks on your life, answer that call. And if you don't, you know, that's on you and your journey with God. I'm not who to judge or push you through it, but I'm here if you want you know my experience my support i'll be definitely here for that but i can't push you in a journey and now i understand why i was watching the chosen and jesus was telling his disciples you know like he sent them on their own to do the work and he was like wherever you go and you're not received just keep pushing don't 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 argue it don't try to shove it up on them just 
keep it pushing you know go to the next house go where you are received where you're not received let it go and just pray that god delivers that person and that's something Mm -hmm. that i've always as young understood and Mm -hmm. now growing up it's like i'm like yeah and i wish a lot of people will do that because sometimes by sometimes we push it so much that the person is not gonna let go and then what it does it it becomes a rebellious thing because i remember going to church i wasn't forced to go to church as young because nobody in my family did so i didn't really (laughs) but i saw how other youth girls or or boys will go to church because the family like you had to go to church or the pastor was going to say something so they were forced to go to church and i feel like i don't think that's okay to force like even with my daughter like my daughter right now is four I would take her to church with me on Sundays when I visit. And it's hard for me because she's screaming, she's yelling, she's four. And there's only so much I can do. And I don't want to disturb the message from other people. You know what I mean? Like, I think of myself when I hear my daughter screaming or whatever. So to save myself the headache, I stay home and I either watch a sermon on YouTube that they do live or the pastor of the church I go does it on Facebook as well. So I try to do that. Now, I know a lot of people will be like, oh, but you're not going to church. Right. But I, I God knows the reason I'm not, but I'm still looking for God, though I didn't make it. You know right. what I mean? But then people will be like, oh, you can't stay at home. You got to go to church. But in my situation, I can hear the word better and understand it at home. And so my daughter gets to a certain age. Like, I'm not going to put myself over that stress. I've seen parents take their kids to church and the kids all over the place. Now they're agitated. They come out pissed. You know what I mean? And it's just, that's, I don't believe that that's the energy God wants you to have in the temple. You know what I mean? I just feel like if protect your peace at all costs if it works for you to stay at home and and your kids play in your room while you watch again i know people will be like well well, you gotta adjust them but there's there's an age for everything no i i understand that and you know the good thing i like about my church is that they have study bible downstairs for kids from 11 and under because i after six months of being in church, I became an usher. The, nice. Usher, so, Congrats. I, thank you. I was there like faithfully every Wednesday, every Sunday for six full months. And he was like, you know, he saw my commitment and that, that, that fire that I had for God. And he wanted me to be part of his team. So, um, but we That's have, amazing. yeah, we have um, 11 and under children's and we have teachers and we have bible studies in the bottom we have snacks for them and it's 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 important because the kids are not interrupt they're not discouraging you they're not interrupting with you know the service and they're learning yeah they're downstairs and they're learning so i understand yeah mm-hmm. with that you know, no, the church that I used to yeah. go with my dad was like that. They, on Sundays only, on Sundays they would take yeah, the kids. Only. Yep, Sundays and the church only. that my sister does um, does that too. And I know I could go to those churches just the time wise, and I could get a little bit early and make it. But for me, this is just what's working right now. Uh-huh. Um, oh, yeah. But the church that I do go to on well, that I visit, I used to be a member of that church years ago, but I just visit now. Um, they don't do that per, per se. They don't, they don't like remove the kids. Um, so that's why I haven't been going and I'm very shy about going to new churches. I don't know. I have this thing that I always go there because I, I just know where it is. I know the time of the service. I don't like, I yeah. don't know. I'm not that person that I like to go to a place and like be like, hi, I get very shy and red. <laughs> I'm just like, Whoa. you know, and I, but I'm working through that part of me, but, um, yeah, I'm yeah. just not very stubborn <laughs> so it i is. go to like it what doesn't I'm work for everybody mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, 
with my situation, how I came about going to church was that of my daughter. You know, it was, of course, one of the weekends, we were partying, blah, blah, blah. And, and that's what the enemy loves. When you're in this party mood, they're attacking our children, you know? Mm-hmm. So she was she was being attacked by, you know, a demon. And, you know, me, I'm like, what? I don't know what you're talking about. You're seeing, you know, freaking, um, I would say, stop seeing scary movies. And I just did not believe her. Until one day, honestly, I was sitting in this living room and I saw that door open. And the way that door opened, it was like, it, it doesn't open from the day, you know, it wasn't the wind because of the way it opened. That right there, I was just like, mom, you see, she came running. I told you, I told you that this door keeps opening. There's somebody watching me in this room and you're not wow. listening to me. Then I was like, wow, like, where have I been all these years? Because she told me this before, but you know, God is like, God made me see it because I wasn't believing her. Mm-hmm. And I had, and I literally stayed in her room for like three days. And you can feel that density in that room and that, oof, yeah. that stiff in that room. And that, that's when I, 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 my mother at that time had a PCA and she, she was only with my mother for like three, uh, three months or so. Cause you know how God is so funny. He put people in people's life so that you could, cause you're going to need them. Mm-hmm. So, she brought me to this church but have I ever would have gone to church um on my own no no wow so that puts you on the path that's amazing how God is yeah because you know I knew I love my kids but I was so you know blindsided by uh I wanted to go out and my fulfill my needs and my pleasure and in the meantime you know the enemy was over here attacking my child which she did tell me before but I didn't believe it. Like, you know, I, I thought, what are you talking about? Because I didn't, I didn't believe God. And how am I going to believe, you know, the enemy? I, I didn't believe none of that. Spirit, yeah. There is a lot of spiritual warfare out there. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, that's how it started. And then I went, you know, I went to church. I was so scared. I just, the same day that I went to church, I, I said, I, yep, I accept Jesus as my Savior. And I never looked back. But they did come here. They they cleansed the house and they prayed over it. And when I tell you, the pastor went into my daughter's room and he started talking that language that they be talking. I was like, Whoa. yeah, in tongues. Yep, in tongue. And I was like, this is not happening. But anyways, God had to really get me in a position where I just couldn't. He had to scare me, and I couldn't look back yeah. to what I was trying to fight for, to let go. I was, I was, I wanted to let go of that life, but I just didn't know how to. Yeah. And this is what he did. That's what he. No, did. you were accustomed also of that lifestyle. Oh, you yeah. didn't know any different. No, because you I heard never different. Knew about it. Yeah. You didn't know any right. different. Right, right, right. So it's um. This wow, is that's, amazing. Be a that's amazing. That's amazing. It's it's yeah. My daughter's always she always wanted to go to church, and it, you know what she told me that she said, "Ma, I always wanted to go to church, and and they're happy to go to church, and I'm so excited they go with me." Nice. And um, I had a little struggle with my bro- my son, because you know he was in a relationship, you know how those toxic relationship, and she just didn't want him to go. But no, and they guess- went through a hard thing together, also as a couple. Oh no, he left the baby mama after the baby passed away you know most relationships break up when there is a child that passes away yeah it's just so tough they, to deal they, with it yeah, yeah they broke up but then he got into another relationship so that was uh oh okay 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 yeah yeah because so that's tough that's, that's tough yeah yeah 
because I I had two miscarriages before Janila, mm-hmm. and I remember just seeing you know just seeing her dad. Yeah. remind me of like the miscarriage and it just like puts you back into that that position so it's it's oh, yeah. tough it's tough it's oh, tough yeah. because it's, it's a reminder when you look at that person mm-hmm. it's tough mm-hmm. but that's amazing how you surrendered to God and he worked amazingly in your home and you know and it takes time and I think that's another thing people need to understand that God yes God is a God that can do it all but yes, you know he allows time because there's things we need to learn along the way and he's not going to rush us through it nope no, yeah he's, he's amazing make... <laughs> I fall in love with him each day more and more oh, and each day I'd be too. like why did I leave you and it's just for me it's because you know I I wasn't raised in church like I said my mom my mom wasn't like a she was more like a, I would consider her maybe more like a catholic um selective holiday person right. um because and i'm not judging you know no i'm just speaking about my mom <laughs> so nope. with her it was more like we would do the semana santa the holy week um yeah where she would do that and i think that's about it i mean we had like um crosses around the house and not a lot though and she always had a bible in her dresser but we never like read it so much but then my dad my grandfather he went to church so his story it was from what I know um he had my mom but he didn't raise her so then when he re when he had his second daughter um and she was born he just I don't know like I guess seeing her transform him he just decided to go to church um but I love the way my dad I say dad but I mean my grandfather because I, my yeah. biological father has not been in yep. my life um Correct. so God gave me my grandfather as a dad um so that's why I say dad um but with him it was like more of like with him I don't know I felt like the way when he went to church I felt like he was more like like Jesus way in a way and the reason I say that is because with him was that I found the love in church um with or 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 the love of knowing who God is with my dad because he was more of the type that you know we could sleep over his house and go over his house and he didn't really like he knew we would like be partying Friday and Saturday I mean it's New York it's the city so he right. knew we would be partying Friday and Saturdays but Sundays we had to make it to church he That's didn't funny. care if we were hungover messy hair we just needed mm-hmm. to be there <laughs> we would be literally in the benches like sleeping knocked out me and my aunt like hungover <laughs> knocked out and he don't he didn't care we just had to be there (laughs) you want to go out you've got to be responsible right yeah (laughs) so it just put me in that position where it's like no matter what you do make time for god um and that's the lesson he really taught us in a way you know and i'm not saying do that i'm not i'm not encouraging anybody to hang over and then go to church this is my youth (laughs) and his rules you know you're gonna stay in my house you're gonna live in my house do what you want but you have Sunday you Mm -hmm. better be at church Fridays he was very he was more lenient about it because you know we would come out of school but Sundays we had to be in church and I mean if I we ask anybody that used to go that I went to church in New York where where my dad goes and if they hear this they're gonna laugh because they're gonna remember me and my aunt in the benches just like (laughs) passed out completely passed out I can picture that girl horrible but we had to make it if not oh we would hear his mouth and he wasn't a person my my grandfather wasn't really a man to 
like scream, yell. Mm-hmm. He was very um I don't know how to say the word in English. See that the here here comes my Spanglish. Um <laughs> he was very passivo, like very patient yeah. and relaxed. Yeah. He wasn't really a like you know that type of parenting kind of like oh you gotta go no he was very relaxed but if we said we was not going to church oh that would be a problem so I got rebellious and I was like I'm not going to church whatever oh he sent me to Connecticut (laughs) he was like oh you're gonna go somewhere else but you're not living with me he put this when it comes when it came to God he would put his foot down and it was just that thing for him so with him I learned that and when I lost him um which was in 2019 and my daughter was born um, you know, I had to let him go. I knew that someday he would leave. I'm not, you know, I'm not naive or, or, or you know, blind to the fact that we're not here forever. Right. Um, but I wasn't, I knew, I knew he was going to leave and I knew he was sick, but I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. And the reason why I wasn't ready was because when I finally had my daughter and, 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 and everybody knows this that knows me he was the one person who I wanted to be in my daughter's life mm-hmm. um, and I get emotional still so I'm still healing I remember when we were at Care Centrics and you um, yeah I remember that you was you just you wanted to go over there you wanted to go to where you know because he was sick remember that they kept changing him from the hospital or something yeah and what was hard was also yeah yeah, I remember yeah I broke down and you know what's crazy we found out on Halloween and I was dressed as a widow remember (laughs) (laughs) without even knowing I lost something you know but I was dressed as a widow (laughs) wow yeah but it was for me it was just that and then the 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 guilt that I felt from not knowing how to let go was more of like like if you gave me my daughter, which was a blessing, because I, you know, I was told at 15 I could not have kids. So when my daughter was born, I just felt like I could have waited to have her if I knew you were gonna take him from me. <laughs> no, but you know, he knew you was gonna need her. Yeah. Was oh yeah. And I, I get from, it. Yeah, it's like it's how he works. Is he works in mysterious ways, and it's um, I just you know I, I didn't know this is this for me. I'm learning every day. It's, yep every day I learn something different and every day I already have my routine you know I wake up every morning listen I wake up at three o'clock in the morning because we used to do this um prayer team it was at from five to six right in the morning yeah three times a week and I'm like ugh. And then the summer came last year and I didn't want to do it no more so guess what he started waking me up at three o'clock in the morning because God always says that they say the best time to write to talk to God is early in the morning mm-hmm. and every day at three o'clock in the morning you know how sometimes you know you got to go to the bathroom because you know we're older I'm older I go to the bathroom and then I wake up and I start thinking and I'm like you know what I'm not gonna start thinking I'm gonna start praying and that's what I started doing like praying at three o'clock in the morning and then I would go back to bed but um I don't know. It's it, guy will just he'll change yeah. and he'll change your whole routine, everything, everything. Yeah, yeah. No, he does. Yeah, he does. So I don't. I, I don't know if you remember Brenda when she used to work with us. Yes, I meant to ask you how she's doing. I haven't really spoke to her really. Um, I just catch okay. catch up with her in Instagram. But when um the day before I found out my dad died, I had told Brenda at work. I was like, Brenda, I'm gonna go to New York tomorrow because financially I was able to finally make that trip to New York. Right. <laughs> so I was like, I'm gonna go to New York. I'm gonna open his room curtains. I'm gonna put some balloons and I'm gonna kick down that negativity off because I had dreamt um 
so I don't know if I ever told you this at work, but he passed away on the 30th. Um, we found out on the 31st. Um, but on the 30th, on the 30th, um, when I was sleeping, I had like um I, I I don't I, I don't to this day I don't consider it a dream. Um, but you can say it was a dream, but I don't consider it. And I'm explain why. I was laying in my bed and you know, I was sleeping. But in my as I'm sleeping, I see him come into my I see my dad walking to um my bedroom door and he was literally standing there. He wasn't speaking, he was just standing there. So in my Dika dream, I open my eyes and I look and I'm like, what are you doing here? Like, you know, it was just vivid. It was a very vivid dream. And I was like, what are you wow. doing here? And and he didn't speak, he just waved at me. And I opened my goodbye. eyes. And when I opened my eyes, I didn't know if they were open or closed because it was the same image. Wow. I don't know if it makes sense, but it was it was, just, it was oh, crazy it does. for me. So on on the thirty oh, first, when I went to work and I had the 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 widow hat, whatever, with the veil in the front, the black veil, and the lipstick or whatever, and I was telling Brenda like I'm gonna go to New York. Um, you know I'm gonna go to New York this weekend because I think it was a Thursday. That Halloween fell on a Thursday on 2019. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. I'm gonna check. I think it was a Thursday or Friday. Um, but I was like, I'm going to go to New York. I was telling Brenda, I'm going to go to New York and I'm going to open his curtain in the room and I'm going to make him laugh and I'm going to read him the Bible because I'm pretty sure nobody has read him the Bible. And I was just talking out my butt, like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to mm-hmm. do that, I'm going to do this. And um, and then a couple hours later, I get the call at work. Um, and then that's when I left and whatever. But then when I get home, I'm trying to rush to go to New York. They're like, no, 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 hon. He passed away yesterday. We just couldn't get a hold of any family members. Oh, wow. And that made me even feel more worse. Um, so then when I finally made it to the city for the funeral, you know, I, I, I dealt with what I needed to deal as a human. You know what I mean? But it's four years yeah. later and I'm still I'm still learning to let go of him. And I think mainly it's just because I haven't really opened up to God about that. I mean, he knows how I feel, but I haven't really like said, okay, heal this part of me. Have you um asked God to like let you have a dream with him so that you can like close that chapter? Like you'll you'll always remember him, but that you're gonna feel like he's happy that that I don't know. Like I did that with my daughter when I mean my granddaughter when when she passed away, I I wanted to see her. I kept asking God and I kept asking God and it took over a year and a half and he finally let me see her as beautiful and just prancing and just looking so healthy because she didn't have no quality of life to live. Yeah, Yet she lived two years. But um that's what I said, you know, God, I need to see her. I don't wanna I don't wanna I don't wanna mourn her anymore. Because mm-hmm. I know you're gonna come for me, but I wanna see her. And he actually let me see her two times after I asked. It took a while though. Took, yeah. But for me, that was like a relief to let go. I don't know if, if you know, you have ever asked God that, and maybe that'll help you in a little bit. Maybe. I'll try it. I just think I'm, I'm, I think I'm just fearful of that still because I haven't let go. I'm still like grieving oh, in a way and I yeah like I've I've dreamt about him I think yeah I dream, I dream about him one time since he passed oh, and okay. I can't remember the dream but I know it was something I woke up with it like a good feeling um so I know I know I dreamt of him once but I really haven't asked I haven't asked that because I just like I don't know I'm I'm and I, I had this conversation with other my friends when I pray 
I don't ask for things. And I know that everybody has their own way of praying. There's no right or wrong. But for me, I just like, I don't know. And I'm like that in life with everything also. Like if I'm going through something, people be like, girl, I'll be like, no, it's okay. I'll figure it out. And I need to stop doing that with God because I do the same thing. It's like, he's like, oh, um, I saw this thing in TikTok. It was like this man. He was like, oh, let me get your bag. God, God is saying, let me give you baggage. Okay, okay, I'm going to give you this little one. I'm going to stay with all these. It's like, girl, I could take them all. (laughs) Yeah, I am. I asked, girl, like before well, I didn't even good. know how that's to. That's good. How like, to pray you know, we're still everything. learning things, so that's why yeah. this is important because I get I get to learn things also. You know, people always tell me, you know what, Marilyn, you can talk to God, you can scream, you can scream, that you can I do. Cry. You can <laughs> ask Him why. You can. He might not answer you, but He's gonna answer you maybe in a different way, not when you want it. Yeah, but. But it's like, I used to be like, oh, no, I can't do that. You know, I I, I got to talk to him nicely because that's God. You know, I have to be obedient. Yeah. I have to respect. I have to know. But I, I've been learning to ask him. Even if he might not answer me, but I'm going to ask him anyway. Yep. That's how I felt. I feel like, and then the thing for me, I feel like, so that's how I felt when I lost him, right? On 2019, I felt like letting go, whatever. So then, so then I was like, okay. You know, like what you're saying, I had to come, you know, and I'm, I'm a believer of God. And, and I know my dad is in heaven um, because of the way he loved God and how he was with God. And I and knowing the God that I'm that I know now, you know yeah. what I mean? I know he's yeah, in yeah. heaven. So then it just became a thing of like and, and I know God does everything for a reason. You know what I mean? So then mm-hmm. it just became a thing of like, OK, God, in order for me to see him again. I got I, I, I to gotta, I gotta do good by you. You know what I mean? Like if I want to mm-hmm. see him again which is my mission, you know, I have to do what I got to do for myself. And, you know, it just started with that. And then you, of course, you started working with me. But for me, it was just hard because I just wanted my daughter. I wanted him, him and my daughter to experience each other. And I felt like I had, a, I waited so late to have a kid, but it wasn't on my timing. You know what I mean? Cause it's not like right. for me, I could not have kids. So when she came, it was like a, it was just a moment. And then how everything coordinated after that, it was just like, what? And I just felt like I kept getting into like situations and holes after that. And it was just, I didn't have any losing him really put me in the perspective of like, okay, we're limited this is not a joke you know it just put me in in a lot of it just put me in a place where it was just like okay all right god all right i get it i get it i get it but you didn't have to take him so i was i was mad i was mad oh yeah i was mad at god for a little bit and i and i could be honest about it because he knows you know what i mean and that's why i say i do i do tell him i learned that i learned to to be open you know god right now i don't like this (laughs) this makes me feel this way and i don't like it and what i love about god is that through any journey that he puts me that I have to let go of something he allows me that grace period to like grieve it Great. and then he'll be like alright Naomi let's go I gave you two weeks you're already at four <laughs> let's go <laughs> yes he is but my my situation was a little bit different with my granddaughter because you you knew your grand you know your father Yes all, yes. all your life, you had a relationship with him. You, 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 you experienced. I enjoyed so him things. in every aspect. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So with me, it was, um, you know, with my granddaughter. Listen, I didn't even know she was born four days later because the mother would not 
I remember. I gave you the nine of clothes, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the newborn I stuff. A, a couple times. So, and then, you know, they would change her from one hospital to another hospital. Like, I couldn't keep tabs on her. I didn't even know where she was. Like, it was hard for me to have a relationship with her. But, and then on top of that, she basically was, she had no quality of life. It was, it was torturing for me. And I mm-hmm. kept, I kept telling God, if you're gonna, if you're not gonna, if you're not gonna heal her, just take her. Yeah. And to the end, I kept telling her, just take her and take her. And girl, a year later, he sure did. But you know, there was a purpose to it all. The relationship that his mother and my son had, it was not, it was toxic. And you know, God knows what he's doing. That baby, they would have not been the best parent to that child. And I, as sad as it is, you know, she was in so much pain and she lasted two years i always tell god you know what if you're you're not i know you you don't if she does not make it and you cannot her quality they did so many tests they just there was no way that she was you know she was gonna get better unless god did a miracle only god god can do anything he can do anything nothing is impossible with god but i knew at the end i learned that you know i had to let go because I had to let go for my son because he know how much I wanted to be a grandma and I'm 52 and I don't even have a grandma I'm gonna be the oldest grandma he knows how much I wanted to be a grandma so I had to let go for him I had to let go because it was the right thing and the minute the baby passed you know to her to heaven um him and and the baby mother broke, broke up and he just you know he felt free because he was in the oh my god and all and it was bad but you know god yeah. knows what he's doing god knows what he's doing mm-hmm. so i mean in my situation is different because i i wanted her to move on to to heaven but yours i know that you know no 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 and it's different of course because i remember i remember when you came to work and you were excited you were going to be a grandma because they surprised you i I still remember it they they had surprised you i think living in your baby's little baby shower yeah yeah yeah, they had surprised you oh yeah i remember i gave you a lot of denial stuff and then you came back with a baby and i remember i told you you were like you you couldn't understand why your son and his girlfriend at the time couldn't make the decision to disconnect her because you didn't even oh, want yeah. her to go through that. I remember, I remember, and it was like, oh, you guys were clashing towards that decision, it I took, remember. It it took her forever. Like, she would be like, no, I'm going to change it from this hospital to another hospital. She would not, you know, that do not She wasn't not ready to let go. No, she wasn't. And, and to be honest, even after that, she was, she, I don't think she's ever came, overcame it because she was, um, she went into a mental estate that, I don't wow. think she has been, you know, I don't think she's recuperated at all to yeah. the point where they, the, the mother had to take custody of her son, of her other son, of wow. her other son, because she just stayed in that post depression, yeah. whatever it was, you know, I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. As and a she mother, never I overcame it. Imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's bad, but, um, I wanted it to stop because, you know, it was that little girl was was suffering, suffering, suffering. It was like a vegetable in a bed with all kinds of machines and and so much pain. And I don't know, it was, it was. And then being a a baby, she doesn't understand what's going on. I mean, at one, you really don't know what's going on. You don't even know how you're going to be cared for. You know what I mean? Like, I understand how you, yeah. It's easy to understand both perspectives. You know what I mean? Because as a mom, I get her completely and we don't all heal the same. Nope. 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 I used to, um, 
Yeah, but um, that you know, it's they still mourn. They still mourn about it, but yeah, I know but she. That, um, He's, he lets go. I mean, every, of course, every June, you know, in June 6th, we always remember that's when she passed away. Of course, my son, you know, he cries and, yeah. but, um, but it's, it's, you know, that's the way things work. I believe there's a purpose for everything. And mm-hmm. I know what I, I believe there was a purpose because they both needed to move on. They could have never been a, you know, a great parent yeah. to this child's but then there was a process there there was a process of a feeling that they needed to go through because god could have god could have ended the pregnancy the pregnancy and not even allow the birth there was there was a journey there was a process right there was something that needed to happen so either the mindset will change and that's what i've been learning lately that god will allow you to go through things like me i would be like oh why i have to get molested to learn and be whatever but you know what if you don't go through it you're never gonna adapt it you're never gonna learn and you can't speak on it if you didn't live it right that's correct because um it's crazy right Uh, i I think like (laughs) i don't know 80 percent 70 percent all these kids we all go through that right like either it's a molestation or rape or it's it's horrible but Mm -hmm. You know what? It's only going to make you stronger. But you don't it think does. about that then. Mm-hmm. But it does now. It does make sense. But Yep. Because for me, I had people around me that went through what I went through. But some of them are like in the streets and drugs. And some right. are, you know, prostituting themselves. And I'm not judging either way because we don't all heal the same. I'm just grateful exactly. that I fell under God's mercy. And he kept me. And I'm not saying they're not under God's mercy because, you know, God may have a plan with them, but they need to go right. through that so then God can elevate right. them. Like for you, I'm pretty sure sh- I was even me. Like when I was seeing you post God thing in Facebook and um, I saw that your granddaughter was still alive in my in my heart. Honestly, I was like, well, because I remember when you told me about it, I think I gave you God words and I wasn't even in this path, but I've always have God in my heart and with Mm -hmm. me my surrounding of friends I haven't had to let go of many because I've always been that person where it's like I believe in God and I had an atheist Mm -hmm. friend that she would be like and I'd be like girl you need to believe in God because that's why you're like she would not believe in God and the other day like I know her since since elementary and the other day she was like I'm so grateful with God and I promise you my whole neck did like I was like what wow (laughs) she looked at me I'm like I'm so proud to hear you say that (laughs) right it's like you know it's it's like in the Bibles most of the the people that God changed <laughs> Those the were the underdogs, worst. like the process. Yeah, the process. Nobody would expect this, that change that. from you, Mary. Right, like, right. I was shocked. I was, like, I was. And not in I'm a bad way you. because you've always been, uh, when I met you, you were always a graceful animal. person, a joyful person. Right. Nobody would like, I'm telling you, it was shocked. You were friendly. Yeah, you were friendly, friends. but it wasn't like, you know, you were friendly party. <laughs> right. <laughs> like it me. It was shocking. <laughs> it was shocking for all of my friends and people to be like, I, what? are you serious like what no nobody believe it but you know what he has to he knows who he chooses yes he does he chose me and because he wants people to see that the person that i was even you know i there's worse than me he changed me and he can do that if he did it for me he can do it for you so if anybody is listening you know if anybody's listening to this i want them to understand that 
God is amazing. He can change you even when you think you can't. I, I mean, he delivered me from drugs and he's delivered me from so many things. The person that I am now, I mean, everything that I, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to always be a work in progress, but I, when I talk, you know, I, 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 I want to talk with love. I want to talk with the compassion that God talks. And it does not come overnight. You have to read the word. You yeah. have to read the word. You have to read and it's, and it's true what you said. You don't have to be at the church. You should be the church. I should be the church wherever I go. Yes. But you have, the only way you will learn is not only listening to our podcast, the podcast that you guys have, is it's reading the word. And it's making a relationship. Reading, yeah. And, and because a lot of people know, they know God. They know of God, but they don't know. They don't know him. You yeah. don't. It's right. like a parent. You got to exactly. call them to know how they're doing. <laughs> right. So it's like, um, it, it's amazing. Like, I, I, I would have never, in my craziest mind, never thought that I would be serving God. And it's amazing because, you know, I'm not only serving, you know, to serve him, I'm, I'm ushering. Besides ushering, we do the, a lot of community events for, the, you know, the people that we do in the community. And the North End, like our church is in the North End. And you know, if you know of the North End, you know. Yeah, that's kind of crazy and wild there. So we we do a lot of we give out a lot of food. We do activities, back to school events. We do Christmas events for them. We do like we just did the Dunkin' Donuts park the other day, and um, like we were with House of Restoration, a bunch of other houses, Crossroad from East Harbor. And oh nice. We, gave, we gave out like tons of groceries and anything supplies clothes that that's amazing people need that that's what we want and that's what god wants god wants us to you know to help he uses others those, give yeah love. yeah exactly he uses those events you know as an excuse but he also wants us to pray yes. for them and, and and make them come and i for me example i need i, I mean I need to be in a church. I know it's not everybody needs it and not everybody thinks they, they need, but I need to because I I, I get easily distracted. Mm-hmm. Like I will immediately be like, okay, I'm bored. Like, what am I going to get into? Yep. So I like to stay entertained, interact with my, and fellowship with everyone at church. I don't, of course, everybody in church is not the best because just because you're in church doesn't mean yeah. that you are going to be a, a righteous hospital. person right it's a hospital and there is good and bad people there but my pastor always says i don't want i want the sinners in this i want sinners in my church mm-hmm. because i don't want perfect people he said i don't want perfect people because nope. it's not about religious it's about having a relationship with god and that's what we're there for i mean i go i go we go comfortable we just I mean it's not like dress up like wear the tuxedo or nothing no we just we go there to just learn to learn from each other and see how we can overcome our pain mm-hmm. and it's like you know and I'm, I'm I don't know I just you know I just keep encouraging people and everywhere I go and not everybody accepts it but like you said not everybody is willing to open up and listen to you but wherever I get a chance yeah. to talk about Jesus I'm gonna talk about him and if you don't like it well then I guess you just gotta go I know I heard go. somebody tell me oh Oh, I remember somebody I've met. I'm not gonna put them in the spot. They were like, "Oh, yeah. you, 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 
you know you can't base everything on god like you know some yeah. things we do as humans and i'm like yeah but because he allows it like who you think is in control here <laughs> you know and they're like oh but he doesn't allow you yes he does because he gives you you know that free will where you make your decisions so he does allow it but listen he's not gonna let you go where he don't want you and and if you're chosen you're marked and, right. and and a lot of people doesn't get that because yes, yeah, a lot will be called, but only a few are chosen. Right for the task. Right, right, right. He knows who he's choosing, and it, it ain't gonna be easy. It ain't gonna be easy because we stubborn. I know I'm stubborn, and oh lord, I'm I was, and I'm getting better. Let me tell you, but and, and I'm telling you, and I I used to lash out a lot. But I'm letting go of all that lashing out. Now I'm talking with more compassion and with love. And let me tell you, I, I, I no longer work for CareCentrics because I resigned and I'm working with my mother. And when I say God is testing my patience, boy, between my, mo- <laughs> between my mother and my husband, I have enough challenge. But That's why I learned not to ask for that in prayer. I said, no, somebody told me, you know that what you ask for, he's going to give to you so you can master right. it. I said, well, all right, that's yeah. why I don't ask for nothing. <laughs> but I want to, I want to. But, you know, this was an example that I had with my mother because, you know, my mother, she's a party animal. And I remember you, she, she, she becoming the Friday she, she, you Yeah. <laughs> I, all dressed up and ready to go. Yep. Out, and she's, yep. And she's still like that. But, you know, um, she's, I have her more child, more talking about god and more stuff but she is she is literally is a work she literally tests me every time like the other last time it was um it was like probably six months ago that i i told her mom guess what um mikey accepted you know my husband he accepted jesus she's like hey nina you're gonna joke you're gonna you know what you're gonna you sound crazy because all you do is talk about jesus oh my god it took everything in me i walked away and I went to the um, to the room over there, all the way to the last room, and I started cleaning because that's been, that has become my coping mechanism. When I am instead of lashing out, I start going and I start cleaning and I start talking to God because if, if it was the Mari, not the Marilyn, I would have been like, you know what, this, this, and this and that, and I don't yeah. do that no more. But she broke my heart, you know. I I went away because I'm like, what? Instead of her being happy, like, oh my God, I'm so happy for you that your husband is going to join you in this journey. What she told me, I was crazy. But you know what? That's why because the enemy likes to use people like your yeah, family members, and and mm-hmm. and I didn't fail. I didn't fail. I walked away. And yeah. I was talking to Jesus and I was cleaning and then I came back like nothing. <laughs> that for me was a big challenge because the Mari that I was, I wouldn't do that. I would have just walked out. But you know, yeah. I'm letting go of all those that you those know what it emotions. is also what I've learned because I I've experienced mm-hmm. things like that with certain people um yeah. in, in my process as well. Um and what I've learned is just to have mercy on them oh, and yeah. not not hold them accountable because that's that's crazy right. i was talking about that today with somebody wow mm-hmm. all right god yeah i was talking about yeah. that with somebody today and i was telling them that I was like she she um she was expressing to me something about you know that she was going through it with her um sister or whatever and i was like you know what it is also um and she was of course testifying to it as well but um you know, we were talk- discussing it and I was like, yeah, it's just we we sometimes would love for a person to see eye to eye with us or we right. would love for them to see 
to see themselves in the light that we see them. Um, But unfortunately, you know, we don't all learn the same. Like we could be the same age, but I might be in level five with God where you're in level one. And it's just, you know, just like God has mercy on me in his journey. I've Mm -hmm. learned to have mercy on others in their journey and just understand that they're not there. Love them still. And just, you know, there's, there's put boundaries, you know, there's certain topics I can't talk with you about because Mm -hmm. you trigger my soul with your response. Yes. I'm just not going to open. These conversations are ones I'm not going to have with you until you're ready. Right. Right. So it's like having a garden and a bunch of trees and one tree is not giving you apples. You're not going to cut it because that tree might give you the best apples. You just got to give it time and let it. You know, let it produce what it's going to produce in its time. Right. Don't don't cut it short early. <laughs> nope, nope. I've been learning. Le- I've been learning. Listen, it was tough though. Me. It's tough because we have. I was feelings. proud. <laughs> I was proud of me because I didn't act. I didn't lash out. Yep. Like that you went something else, else and you you quickly so, changed your mindset to I, God. Yeah, I, exactly. I gave it to him. He's like he's going to be my first priority no matter what yep. circumstance I'm going through. Is him and it's him and it's it's. It's always been him, but I just didn't see it that way. But um, yeah, I'm here because of him. You know, it's um. Listen, I was seeing, I was listening to this um, Joyce Meyer. She was always saying, you know what? You have to love people, and the mo- and the people that annoy you most are your family and your friends. It even it doesn't matter how much they annoy you, you have to love them, and that's what I'm living by. I don't care yeah. what they say. I just we can agree to disagree. But, but I love I'm, you not, still. Yeah, I still <laughs> love you. With God's love, I still love you. Yep. Yeah. yeah that's but, true. Um, um, I had this this yesterday. I was in the kitchen, right? And I'm ready to go to bed. And I am a I can't say O C D because somebody corrected me on it. I saw somebody have real O C D. And I was all right, yeah, I don't got that. Um I be saying that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I saw somebody have real OCD and I was like, oh, I get it. OCD means that if somebody like, okay, so you know, he'll yeah. be like, oh, I got to do the dishes because I got OCD. No, yeah. a person who has OCD really needs to do the dishes or they feel like they're going to die. Yeah. yeah. And I don't, I don't get that feeling. I just get an upset feeling. So I was like, I need to correct my words. I don't have OCD to this. I just have a, a strict thing. So for me, you're like organized. Be, yeah. Like my organized. house needs to be clean yeah. before I go to bed. I can't have dishes oh, in the morning. Too. Like. My mom was, you know, so I, I was, I was raised by that. Yeah. Um, so I'm yes, yesterday I'm just cleaning stuff and I'm like, God, like, cause I really don't, you know, I know that some preachers before they preach, they, you know, they, they get a word and they study and they practice what they're going to say and they write it down. They write um, it down. With these yeah. podcasts. Yeah. When we, when me and Holly open these podcasts and even when we invite people, we don't really have a format. It's just pretty much, we're going to talk. And whatever God puts, that's what's going to come out. Right. <laughs> that's what we're going to put. <laughs> and um, I was in my kitchen and I'm there. And only reason I'm sharing this is because the person I told, they were like, you need to share it. <laughs> and I was like, fine. Okay. Um, so I was in the kitchen and I'm there and I'm like, oh, okay, letting go. And I was like, God, letting go. That that was a top because we chose the topics way before we recorded, like a month and a half before we recorded. We, we decided on topics and then we, we left it there. Right. Um. And I was like, letting go, like, God, you know that. And and I've, I've let go to a lot of things, but there's things like there's, um, you know, like my dad thing, which I let go. I had no option to. But, you know, mm-hmm. internally, there's still, still things that we hold on to. Right. 
um and it's kind of like looking back you know because you're you're still holding on to it so in a sense it's kind of like still looking back Mm -hmm. um so I'm in the kitchen and I'm like god what am I gonna like you know this one's tough for me because we're still grasping this is something me and you are still you know Mm -hmm. in the works (laughs) yeah we still this is a project we still got going and you know and I'm still learning that and I kept saying in my in my head in Spanish and I kept saying that in Spanish and saying in Spanish and I'm like why am I why am I keep repeating this and then I was like let me go to Google like is this a saying because you know us we have a lot of sayings and you know so I'm like is this a saying that I heard or like why why am I why am I saying this so much so then I go to Google and it, and I write it and it gives me like the, a Bible verse and I'm like wait hold on so I check my Bible and I read it and I'm like that's exactly what I'm saying in my head <laughs> um, so then when I wrote it it was Hebrews 11.1 1, and it's like now faith is con- okay so it says now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see um, but when I was saying I only say it in English but when I was reading this special in the kitchen I was like I was like, um, I was standing in my kitchen and I'm like, um, es pues la fe, la certeza de lo que se espera, la convicción de lo que no se ve. That's what I kept saying in my head. Wow. And when I finally um, looked for it in the in the um, in the in the Bible, I was like, oh, oh, you know what? Good night, God. And I went to bed because I was like, you saw something else because I was asking him and then knowing that it's like, you know, sometimes letting go is that letting go is like knowing that he has something better for you. Mm-hmm. And though you cannot see it, you you have the surgeon that it, he's going to do you better. You know what I mean? So for me, it was yeah. just that where I was just like you know what? I'm going to bed, sir, because I asked you for something and you immediately put this in my spirit and then I read it and I was like, yeah, you something else. <laughs> well, you ask and you will receive, right? right? Uh, you ask and you shall receive. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So for wow. me, it was just more that, um, you know, it was just more of that, like, okay, God, all right, I get it. So then this morning I read what I um, told you from the devotion and I was like, okay, yeah. I see, I see, I get it, I get it. And I know that it's, it is that process that you have where it's kind of like, just let go and let me show you. You know what I mean? Just have faith right. in what I have for you, no matter what the circumstance look like. It's like, yeah, it's like me. Um, oh my gosh. I, I, I challenge a lot with, like I told you with my husband, like, you know, I want him to do all the things I want to do, but I can't force them because like my me and my pastor told them you can't become the witch because once you become the witch to somebody that you're trying to to get them to level up to where you're at then they're not going to hear anymore you know mm-hmm. so it's and but it's been very challenging for because you know I kind of I I'd be having months where I'm great I don't even care whatever he wants to do he can do as long as I stay focused right but then it comes back like maybe like you said you know you're you're trying to let go of your father but then it it comes right back that feeling yeah where you want him to like but it, yeah it's hard it's hard to let go I, and I tell him every time you know because you know we want to do like couples and we want to do dinner we want to do this he doesn't want to nothing that has to do with um with anybody with church he doesn't want to do it so it's it's painful you know yeah because I want I got to do this all on my own but I, you you know have, yeah, I, but then you have yeah. to have mercy on him. You know, I'm like, going oh, to because <laughs> yeah, I'm going. I saw, I heard something else to say. You know what? You, yeah, you gotta let go. I can't. I can't be unhappy because somebody's unhappy. 
I'm, I am going to be happy and yes. I am going to follow what I know. So I know I'm letting go. And every time I get that little, I go back into that mode of feeling a little anxious as to why you're not meeting me. I start remembering that again. No, I'm not going to be unhappy. No. Mm-hmm. And that's a big power to do, you know, the sense of like, because a lot of, of a lot of, you know, us with either family, but the young your family's not going to church. You're like, well, I'm not going to go because nobody's going. You know what I mean? Right. But the right. fact that it's your husband makes it a little bit more because it's like, you know, you, he's supposed to be your rib. <laughs> right. Be and, 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 you know, we're the root of the family. So uh, we're supposed to be the example for our kids. We're supposed to be like, you know, we're, we're supposed to be one. We're not supposed to be there's supposed to be no division in a relationship and that's what I feel that it's coming you know that it's coming to but I'm I just told God you know God doesn't make any mistakes and if he wants it to be and he's gonna change it for the good he's gonna change it if not then he'll remove what he has to remove but I and in the meantime in the meantime my job is even though he's not meeting me is to love him yep it's to submit right to submit to give him that's what i'm doing and to have faith that is oh yeah and to have faith on it because like for like for instance um miriam um moses is um and i i I actually learned that today in in my bible study that i do Mm -hmm. um you know, Miriam, we all focus on Moses, right? But Miriam was his older sister and she helped deliver him to the Egyptians, right? So her whole life while he was growing up with the Egyptians, she had a, you know, she had faith that he would deliver them. And when he mm-hmm. got kicked out of Egypt for killing the, um, one of the Egyptians, you know, it says that she lost, um, you know, she lost faith. She was like, oh, oh, wow. Like I thought that he would be the one to deliver us from the slavery. And then when he came back, I could just imagine how she felt. You know what I mean? Her faith was tested. You know, she right. she had to let go of him, of her brother. You know what I mean? Into into right. into that. And then her faith was tested. And then though it seemed like it wasn't going to happen, you know what I mean? It did happen, but in God's timing. So, yeah, like, it's amazing. I think Holly's back I... with us. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm listening. Hi, I'm listening. <laughs> Hello. I'm just, I'm listening. And I was sitting here, Naomi, when um, <laughs> she was talking. And I was like, remember we had that podcast and we were on there with uh, Elijah. And this came up and we were like, you know, God was like, he was like, you know, don't force him out the door. When he's ready to go, he'll go. But in the midst of the conversation, um, he said that in a relationship that even though your husband is not on that same page as you right. um, that you're still supposed to do what you're supposed to do and right. he will see your light you know and if mm-hmm. maybe you're just meant to be that visual for him but it's not right. up to you to do the work right and so yeah. th- that's where that letting go part is because I can right. realize with that situation because my husband grew up in the church. However, mm-hmm. right now he's not in the church. So if I okay. ask questions like, I'll say, "Hey, you want to go to church with me on Sunday?" He'd be like, "No." Nope. <laughs> yes. I'd be like, "Okay, I'm not gonna force him." But you know what I don't do is I've been watching Chosen all week. 
I'm not turning it off because you came in the room. I'm not turning it down. When I turn my my gospel music, it is up loud. He doesn't say anything. Again, you know, I know that if if he didn't have any God in him, he he might be offended by it. But he was raised that way. So I can't force him to do something that he's not ready to do because it's not, that's not my calling. God may not be right. using me in that area for him. It might be somebody else. But for right. the if, for the for the space that we're in as a husband and wife, my duty is is to submit. My duty is to do right. what he has called me to do. And right now, right. my relationship with God is more important. The more that I become closer with him, the more that he works within us like one of the examples that Elijah gave us is or he said he says that your relationship with God also shows as a reflection in your relationships that you have with people so whether it's a marriage or friendship you know if you're close to God the way that you interact with your friends is going to be similar to how you interact with God um and so like in my marriage like that's that's a thing like right now like I can tell like the more I talk to him, the more I make time, the difference that I have seen within my marriage, like, and, and it is like, a, I won't say it's super night and day, but it is kind of amazing to see the, the small levels of transformation from oh, yeah. where I, you know, felt like I was, I'm close to God, I talked to him, but mm-hmm. did I really, you know, and in that particular <laughs> podcast that Naomi and I did, you know, it, it was like, he brought the, to the realization, like, hey, you know, um, God has feelings too, you know, you, know, you make mm-hmm. time for him, you make time for right. him, and you know, if, when you, you go to him and you got a question or you need something, but outside of that, do you just go and say, hey, God, how was your day today? Because it does say he's a jealous God that let us know he do got feelings. Right, you know, know, he has feelings, you know, and you know, I saw a TikTok the other day, and I thought it was so interesting because lady said, "God's love language is obedience," Mm -hmm. and I was like, "You know what?" (laughs) Because because I was sitting there, and I had told you Naomi that um, I saw a a thing, and lady was like, "You know, she writes a letter to God every day," and that's what I started doing. Like, you know, that was my chore. Like, hey. I'm going to make time. I'm going to make sure I write this letter every day. And even if I don't feel like writing, because I don't technically physically write, I'll type it up in my phone. But even if I don't feel like writing or don't feel like actually typing in my phone, I will record a message to him. So, you know, making time and, and doing it consistently, because again, what that that I'm doing has shown um, how it affects or how it changes the dynamic like in my marriage the more communication that I give with God the better it helps me with communicating at home so where I wanted to do the work that God was going to be doing anyway um he was like you see how it never goes your way <laughs> nope nope, nope. <laughs> you let it go <laughs> let yes. it go for you it's not your place it's not the assignment that i gave to you it is not your job let it go this is the reason why it never goes your way holly just let it go (laughs) (laughs) so i'm like okay i get it i get it and i've had to learn that not just in my marriage but just in general like um like you know like i'm like i'm going through something now but in my head i'm like you know the more you try to control the situation or to, to 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 get the outcome that you want a lot of times you don't receive that you know it's always a lot of times it's the very opposite and it becomes a stressor on you because you want something so bad or you think that it's so simple 
and sometimes it really isn't, you know? Right. And, and I have to look at it that way because um, I think I was once said, you know, what if you're asking, you know, your husband to do this and that, and God feels like there's something bigger he needs to work on first before he even gets to that level or gets mm-hmm. to that place, and you are wanting him to bypass the most important thing to do what you want. So it's like, mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm like, dang, let me just let go. Don't be tell, don't say nothing else to me. <laughs> okay, I get it at this point. I'm gonna just leave it alone. So even with any other situation, if it's financial, like I, you know, he may open a door and I will go through that door. But um, forcing it and trying to create an outcome, I have really like dialed back on doing anything like that because it doesn't go my way. Mm-hmm. And we, it. it doesn't go my way. Yep. And I feel like it also goes with us understanding that we're not God. We don't have that power. We right. don't have the we authority don't. to change people. Right. You know, all we could do is love them, encourage, and be wisdom of, but, and not even because, you know, you, you're supposed to go to God. You know, I didn't right. write your life, so I can't really help you with what you're going through, but I can just share my experience. And through my experience, make a relationship with God because he's the only one that could deliver you from whatever you need deliverance from. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it, it takes, I, I learned that I already processed that, but then there's, I'd be months like, nope, I'm not going to bother. But I have seen a lot of transformation, a lot in him. Like he doesn't go out. He doesn't party no more. I mean, he's and the way he's talking. There's no arguing anymore. There's a lot, but He's not where I want. I want him to be, but I, I'm, I'm letting all that go. And I got him. And it's right what you said. There's something else that God wants to work through first, before, of course, He's gonna get him where He needs him to go. And I, I feel like He's still working through me. You know, I, I, He's still working through me. And then He's gonna work with him. There's just, there's just, there's a lot. I mean, I. I catch myself every time I'm going to go into that mode where I'm like, okay, so why is God not making him do this? Why? But then I go back and I say, nope, it's not my job. Marilyn is not your job. It's God's job. He has control. So I catch myself before I used to just get, oh my God, I used to just cry and get upset. Not anymore. It's uh, what they call it is a God is a God problem. <laughs> yeah, it's his battle. It's his battle. No more. It's a not God's my problem. battle. <laughs> yeah, that's his battle. But um, no, yeah, I agree. I agree on, on with that completely. Oh. I agree, and I'm learning that too. I'm learning that I'm not God. I can't do it. No, no, <laughs> I'm, no. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, like um, exhaust myself trying to do it. And it's like Elijah told us in the teaching. I was telling Marilyn earlier that maybe spiritually, you know, you're on level five with God, and they're in level one. And that's something I learned with Elijah. I was like, you know what? That makes sense. Because we have to have mercy. You know, we got to understand that though we though we master a certain process uh, you know in this journey you know and others haven't we have to be mercy with them and understand that their timing is not as fast as ours and it's just you know it's that tree that apple tree that still hasn't blossomed but eventually mm-hmm. it will and it might give you the best fruit that's correct yeah I very true it. yeah very very true listen my your five may may be the lesser to somebody's ten either way it goes exactly (laughs) we have a journey and we all have growing or learning to do even if you're at the highest the the highest level you think you know even if you you know you call you know when you run into people who are devout christians 
I'm they are not without sin. <laughs> I don't care how you spin nope. it, they're not without it. So we all have learning <laughs> to do, you know, we all right. may backslide a little bit or you know, we fall into the world and do what the world would do opposed to what Jesus would do. We nobody's perfect. Um yeah. but you know, I you can't you can't judge, you know. I like I I can't look at my husband and be like, okay, well, this is not going to happen for you because of this. I, I don't I don't look at that. I can't say either it's wrong because he's not doing what I want him to do um, right. because I refuse to let it go because um, Holly was uh, out there <laughs> at a certain mm-hmm. point in time when I'm sure that he was in a book. You know, like I was out there, you know. When he used to read the Bible and call me with Bible study, I'd be on the phone playing a game. You know, like, I... <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. oh. <laughs> like, you know, I, I'm not, I, like, I can, I can speak my truth. Like, I, I can be honest. Like, you know, so there That's were moments good. where yeah. he was, he was where he needed to be and I wasn't, you know. And right yeah. now the roles are reversed for whatever reason. There's, you know, he may need to be where he's at right now so he can see what God needs him to see so that he can walk away from it. Um, but that's God and his uh, conversation, not mine. So that's right. <laughs> their journey and their process, yep. Yeah, that's their conversation. He didn't, he didn't offer me a seat to listen. So I'm going to mind my business. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And I'm going to continue doing what I'm supposed to do as, you know, a wife in the home. Right, um, right. Being that support, you know, whether... Uh, I feel like I should get like a certain response from sharing something in regards to the Bible or a story. Like, you know, we always want something like, I want you to respond to me this way. Um, because I'm telling you something that was so interesting to me. It should be interesting to you. However, right. again, if he's not there, he's not there. So I can't force, you know, feed him anything. No. It's gonna, <laughs> you know, he's going to receive it when God has opened his heart. Right. And his, when, he's ready. In, when he's ready, you know, so I'm, I, you know, I just, I just leave it there, you know, because again, just like you said, there are different changes that I can see, you know, um, yeah. things that, you know, he'll share if, if he hears like us recording a podcast, he'll say, I, you know, he'll tell me what the chapter is because he knows the Bible front and backwards. Now, is, is oh, he, wow. you know, totally, you know, engulfed in it right now? No. Is that the most, the biggest concern? No. But if it comes down to speaking in regards to it, he knows what he's read. So um, he just has a journey that he's on. That that um, I'm I'm a part of it, but not in the way that I feel like I want to be. Mm-hmm. That part is just you know him and God. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, that's very true. That's very true and relatable. Trust me, because I think a lot of us get into situations because that because we have an expectation of how things should be. So we feel like, let me put the captain safe cap, and it's like, yeah, yeah. you're no hero. <laughs> you don't got no superpowers, <laughs> right? <No>. Right. <laughs> so it, right. Come to that, and it's also like I don't feel like anybody in the Bible can say, I know what God's gonna do next, and that's the thing we need to understand that no matter how. You could be, like you said, at level 100 in, in this journey. You could be the toppest level in the in, in the game right now for, like, you know, the, the highest score to, like, the knowledge of God. And he's still going to teach you something new tomorrow. That's right. right. <laughs> so it's like you wow. can never feel like you've mastered anything with God because he, he going to flip that real quick. He going to be like, all right, so since you feel that, let me, let me show you something else real quick. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
No. That's the beauty. I call it the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is definitely the beauty of it. It's um, it's a, it's learning and, and and figuring out what it means to understand. Yep, definitely. Yeah. No, yeah. I wanna um, I wanna thank um, Marilyn for coming to this podcast today of letting go and sharing you know your testimony with like your granddaughter and things like that i want to thank you and i also 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 i know i i put it on the facebook thing but i am so grateful for you (laughs) and i did not expect that because you know as we said we met at working care centrics and you were you were the happy girl you know you're the the happy hour girl wherever i wanted to have Marilyn, where y'all going Oh, I know, right? I remember we weren't supposed to catch up one day. We never did, but that's yeah, fine. Yeah, so seeing, seeing um, what God's done with you from, you know, from then to, like, knowing you now and, yeah. and hearing. Because, you know, we didn't speak, so I didn't even know about your journey till today. Um, yeah, though we're in social true. media, but I'm just, like, you know, I'm I'm grateful for the 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 part that you have or the role that you have put in into the the group in Facebook honestly because there's sometimes where I'm just like in my funks and you put something or Holly and I just be like yes and you just be in there constantly so I, I definitely I know I said it but I just want to say it again you know and it's not for me of course or for Holly this is all for God and the glory is for him but I just want to say thank right. you for that because there's times that I'm going through something and I don't, I'd be like, oh, I don't, I don't have it, God. And then I, I just love it that you picked up on it. You know, you just accepted the group and just did your thing. You know, you let God work through you and do what, he, what your spirit felt you. So I just, again, yeah, thank you for me, God, Holly, and all the body that like, thank you. And everybody else in the, in the Facebook too. Like there's other people I see that they write stuff and I'm like, yes. And I, and I, and I love seeing that because I'm a very homebody person, and again, I I don't have a I don't I haven't gone to church yet. I know you just sent me the thing, so I might visit your church. Um, but you know, I haven't I have a, a church I visit periodically, but I'm not established in a church yet. Yeah, well, it works for me. It doesn't work for everybody, but you know, I'm new. Like I said, I'm new. I only been here. I only been doing it for three years. I never knew about God, but it's it's amazing, and you know. <laughs> I says you, you got to keep a good attitude and the devil cannot steal it from you. So I, 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 the only way I can do that is by being involved with fellowship with other people because I'm easily distracted and, um, and I see so many changes and, and even though when I think he's not working, he's working and I love it and I keep myself busy because I know who I was but I am now who God says I am and Amen. I want service. I want to service him. I want to service him and, and I want to do it with the community. I don't want to stay home. It works for, you know, you have young kids. My kids, you know, they're 15, 20, and the other one is 29. So I'm, I don't have little kids. So now I want to give, give to the community. So nice. I am just grateful for it. That's why I keep I, I, I keep, you know, sending messages every day. And I know people on Facebook probably be like, oh God, here she comes again. I don't care. <laughs> I love I it. don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what we're here for, right? We, we need to uplift each other because every day is not the same day. I might mm-hmm. have a bad day tomorrow. You know? So it's good. It's that's what God wants. He wants us to influence, right? 
Yes, and he that's does. What you guys, that's what you guys are doing. So I, I thank you very much for um, inviting me here. I hope that some way this episode touches somebody that, hey, if she did it, he can do it. He did it for her. He can do it for me. And, um, you know, I, you know, I hope that there's more to come. No, especially people, you know, like with the experience of your granddaughter. And, and I think that's why me and Holly um, opened this podcast. Um, she already was doing her thing already for God, but, you know, within yeah. her journey. But then, you know, God put us together for this collab. And and I love it because, you know, we're just being very truthful on ourselves. And, and that's Open. that's the goal yeah. here for us. It's just for God to do his thing and make sure that this reaches the people that need it through their experience and their journey and right. just show them that you know you're not the only one going through it you're not the only one with them questions or confusion and no. and it's okay be gentle with yourself right yeah definitely I can, yeah that I, I, one little quote that my friend always she sends me that I want to share is our journey was never meant to be easy but with God leading it it, it will never be impossible. So I just, you know, just, That's I just want to just encourage That's a nice way to put to, it. I, yeah. I used to say, I think Holly, right, I told you this. I would say, is the walking blindfold letting God guide you? <laughs> <laughs> That, that's like for me it's like okay it's like put the blindfold and let's just walk I can't see nothing because you're not oh, letting wow. me see anything until you want to so <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's that's like my reminder like every time I get a little bit like oh my gosh but I just remind myself it's it's never meant to be easy and that's when we get tested right when we go through those storms yeah okay. but um definitely so we're gonna end the night. I'm gonna end the yeah. night today. Um, That's but it. I'm gonna do prayers tonight. <laughs> I think we've yep. had a few episodes, and 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 I have not done prayers. So as we bow okay. our heads, <laughs> <laughs> dear Heavenly Father, in this moment of prayer, we come before you with full hearts of gratitude for the profound gifts you have bestowed upon us. We thank you for the changes you orchestrated in our lives, changes that have been both challenging and transformative through these challenges we have found a deeper understanding of ourselves of others and of the world around us we are grateful lord for the power of letting go that you have granted us you've given us the strength and resilience to release the burdens of the past the attachments that have held us back as we've let go we have discovered a newfound freedom and peace your gift of discernment is a precious light that has illuminated our path we thank you for the ability to distinguish between right and wrong between truth and falsehood it is through this discernment that we have been able to make wise choices and follow the path of righteousness throughout our journey of life we have experienced growth both in our character and in our faith we are faithful thankful for the challenges and triumphs that have molded us into better versions of ourselves it is through experiences that we have learned evolved and drawn closer to you our guiding light above all we surrender we surrender our will to yours may your divine will be our will and may it guide us in all that we do we place our trust in your wisdom and goodness 
confident that your plan is perfect. As we... May your blessings continue to flow into our lives and may we walk in your light knowing that your will is our greatest treasure. In your name, Heavenly Father, we pray. Amen. 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 That was beautiful. All right. This closes the podcast. Thank you again, Marilyn. All right. Thank you so much, Marilyn, for joining us. Good night, everyone. Good night. night. Bye. Bye.